Never trust a big button to smile. That girl is poison. Ugh. Poison. P -p -p poison. Poison. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, the podcast where Matt and Todd watch a Netflix movie from their top 10 list, and then we discuss it, think about it, and share all of our thoughts with you, the listeners. And you know what? Hopefully, you're happy. But if you're not, I don't care. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy, and I do care. So you can direct all your inquiries to me, and I'll <laughs> soothe your ruffled feathers from Todd's abrasive uh, nature. Uh, I'm feeling feisty tonight, Matt. Yeah. It's my feisty nature coming out. That's good. Well, you let off with a beautiful song by Belle Biv DeVoe. Yeah, I think I've done it before, but it was really fitting for this movie, I thought. so. Yeah, there was poisonous behavior, at least. Yes. If not actual poison. I don't really feel like the main woman had a big butt, but she did have a smile. So, mm. we're 50% okay. there. Well, uh, yeah, so... We are... <laughs> did I throw you off with my <laughs> comments? You started talking about butts, Todd. That's the problem. <laughs> Settle it down there. Sorry. sorry. All right. All right. Uh, so we watched this movie. It's a Netflix movie that just came out called I Care A Lot. And uh, this movie has a few famous people in it. The two, the two main, the two principals are Rosamund Pike and Peter mm -hmm. Dinklage. The Dink. Um, that's, what, that's what all the homies call. <laughs> I think, I think they're the 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 uh, the biggest stars in this movie. Um, there's a couple other people who have done some stuff. Diane Weist has won a couple Oscars, I think, in her time. And uh, Iza Gonzalez, Iza, yes. something, something of that nature, something close to that. She's been in a few things too, but yes, most notably to me, she's was in Baby Driver. Baby Driver, which is a pretty, pretty, pretty good action flick if you've never seen it. But she's been in a lot of stuff, so. Anyway, oh, there's also one other guy. I don't know if you it's relative. It's relative. No, it's it's important to our podcast that I point him out. Did you not notice who he was? I I'm did assuming not, not. So the guy who in the beginning of the movie is in the courtroom with the beard who has the confrontation with her. His name is Macon Blair. He was the main guy from Blue Ruin which was a movie we watched and reviewed. The movie about the homeless guy. Oh, who, yeah, that's right. So he plays another so. homeless guy. Well, we don't know if he's homeless, but he definitely <laughs> was looking pretty disheveled. <laughs> he plays another dishe disheveled uh, guy looking for revenge. <laughs> yeah, who way. has parent problems. <laughs> yes. Uh. Uh, so, well, so... So that's it for for notables here. Um, what is the movie about? Well, Rosamund Pike's character, Marla Grayson, um, mm -hmm. 
has she's basically got this scheme set up where she gets uh elderly people kind of committed uh and takes like they become wards of the state and her business is to be guardians for these older people and basically what she does is she charges exorbitant rates for this and basically takes their money over time sells all their stuff and uses the money for their care as well as her paychecks which are quite high um, yes which okay that's kind of scummy but she also uses a doctor to get people uh in this situation where the court orders them to be under her her power uh to lie basically the doctor lies or embellishes the condition of um her patients so that's pretty suspect yes um so this whole thing gets set up and then someone in her care dies so she's like well we got to fill that slot we got to make that money we got to find another elderly person to uh get in get into uh care, our care uh um, yes and so she picks diane weist's character jennifer peterson um and successfully gets a court order that she has you know basically like power of attorney and all this stuff she's a ward of the state and marla grayson uh is in control of her life so yes, but then, then we take some twists and turns, and we find out that uh, Jennifer Peter Peterson is not all that she seems, and she has some uh, powerful acquaintances who are coming to bat to put pressure on uh, Marla Grayson to free up Jennifer Patterson Peterson and uh, bring bring her back out and so she won't be under control anymore. Um, and one of these people is, uh, the main person is uh, Peter Dinklage's character, whose name is Roman Lunyov, who is like some kind of Russian mobster or something, we find out in the course of the movie. So the rest of the movie is kind of like this struggle of people from Roman Lunyov's side trying to put pressure on uh, Marla Grayson and her partner, her business partner and her uh, romantic partner, Fran, played, played by mm -hmm. Aiza Gonzalez. And uh, so there's some back and forth there. And um, there's a lot of twists and turns that happen that I'm not going to reveal in this podcast because we're spoiler free. As you yeah, know. we don't do that crap here. We don't. We keep we keep the twisty turns a secret. Yes, a mystery. So, so there there are a few twists and turns, and uh, they happen. But basically, I've laid out what the story is like, and then it's just how do we get to the end of, of this of this ride, and who comes out on top is really. Uh, is, is it Robin Lunyev who's who's freed his uh, acquaintance Jennifer Peterson, or is it Marla Grayson who keeps Jennifer Peterson under wraps and maintains her uh, authority over her? So, so that's kind of it. Did I miss anything important there? 
Um, not really. I think you covered the the general basis of the movie. To to dive further into it would be to get into those twisty turns, which we don't do. So, yeah. So, uh, what did you think of this, Todd? Well, there's a... So, I think there's kind of two sides of me when I'm reviewing this specific movie. There's the... There's the movie advocate who's like, as a movie, there's a lot of strong parts about this. Like, it's a pretty interesting story and some, you know, some pretty decent to good acting. Uh, I'm not sure if I would say it's like stellar acting. I thought the main woman, Rosamund, is that his name? Rosamund. Rosamund? Rosamund. I thought she was, she was like a step up pretty much almost above everyone else in this movie. Like, she really brought it, and there are a lot of ways that I was like, uh, I don't really feel like these other people are trying too hard. Like, I think I was more disappointed in Peter Dinklage. Like, I mean, I don't really know how you play that role that he's playing, but I don't. I just kind of felt like it, it just there was not a whole lot there. Like, I just felt like he was just kind of there. He's supposed to be this, like pretty, you know, fierce mobster who's feared and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I'm not really sure if I felt that from him. But, so there's like that side of me. Then there's a side of me that's like, that has a hard time with movies like this because there's no good character in this movie. Like, there's no, like, character who you root for, period, in this movie. Unless you're kind of a crummy human being and you root for... If you choose anyone in this movie to root for, you're then you're kind of like, eh, <laughs> you're rooting for not a good person. So I have a hard time with movies like that because that kind of the nature of those kind of people are so foreign to me. Like I don't I don't have that stuff kind of going in my mind or in my life or anything like that. So it's just really kind of hard to um relate but that doesn't mean it's a bad movie for that it just means that i didn't personally connect with it like i you know could have if it was you know if anyone in this movie felt like they were doing the right thing at any time which kind of really doesn't happen so (laughs) it's really it kind of devolves into dissolves into like two bad people fighting each other trying to one-up each other they're both bad you don't really root for either of them i don't think (laughs) so um, so that's, that just means that it was a little hard for me to really like, uh, nail down how I feel about this movie. But if we're just looking at it as a movie and I take, I don't know, my emotions out of it, it's a pretty engaging story. Like, um, you're pretty curious of what's going to happen. Um, you definitely feel sick to your stomach at times because of, this racket that this woman's doing and and how bad it is. Like, especially when she starts to, you know, they show her actively screwing over old people. You're like, uh, this feels, I feel bad watching this. (laughs) So, um, but you know, it's a fine to good movie. Um, as far as all those things, Like, like I said, I don't think all the acting was stellar. I thought, Rosamund did a really good job. Everyone else was just kind of there. Um, and um, I definitely think if you're looking for an interesting movie and a movie where you're kind of like, 
man, I wonder how this is going to play out, then this might be a movie up your alley to watch. I certainly wouldn't recommend watching this movie with kids. Um, one thing I'm mad at myself at is that I guessed the ending of this movie like real fast when the movie started. And I was kind of upset with myself that I was right about it. So I almost feel like I ruined it for myself. But I got no one to blame but me for that. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I would say I would give this movie a thumbs up to watch. Like, if you are looking for certainly a movie that's interesting and not many movies like this out right now, I would say, then go for it. Um, it's kind of got, you know, a pretty strong female lead. And kind of, you know, even though I don't think she's a good person, pretty strong, like, no-nonsense woman who's, you know, a force to be reckoned with. And, uh, you know, then you got good old Peter Dinklage who's trying to be a Russian mafia, you know, scary guy. And, I don't know, succeeds in some areas but fails in others. So I would say acting's okay. Story is what is going to bring you in and make you sit at the table and eat this two-hour meal. Um, and it's a pretty good story in a sense of it's engaging and you're you're with it. You, you want to see what happens. So... You just might not relate to almost any character in this movie. Unless you know uh, an older person who's been victimized like this, then you will relate <laughs> to the victims of this movie. And that might make it a hard movie for you to watch. So, I'm going to end it there. Matt, what did you think about this movie full of scumbags? Well, it certainly was a movie full of scumbags. You're right about that. Um, I did find myself picking a side, Todd. I wanted the Russian mobster to uh, triumph over the elder abuser, is what I decided. So I was rooting for that. Um, And uh, I can't spoil what happened, but I wasn't super satisfied with with what I got. No one really prevails overall, but uh, there's not a clear winner, we'll say that. Yeah. Um, I would have been satisfied if he totally dominated the the contest, though. Yeah. But, that being said... It would have been nice if someone got in this movie got their just desserts. Right, right. Well, someone does, but... Um, so I too thought the story was, was good and engaging, kept me, kept me interested. Um, I didn't think it was sort it was like, there were twisty turns, but they were a little bit paint by number as far as that goes. Like it wasn't a master plan that was enacted and suddenly revealed to you at the end. It was like. What's the next logical thing I can do here? Oh, yeah. well, I'm going to yeah. do that, and it'll either work or it won't work, and I'll I'll make progress towards my goal of destroying the other person, or I won't. Um, so, yeah, I'd say the strongest thing was the story itself, um, and the acting was decent. Um, mm-hmm. One thing that I thought was very weak about this movie was the music. 
Oh, yes. I'm so glad you mentioned that. (laughs) There was all the music almost in this movie is like electronic, generic electronic music. There's there's I don't know if there was one song that I've ever heard before or even any songs with lyrics. Um, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Uncut Gems where at the most suspenseful parts of the movie, you're just hearing bong, ding. Like those are, that's legitimately what's happening is like this kind of bong, like that's, and it was just so weird. Yeah. So there are certain similarities to this movie. I don't think the, the music was necessarily completely out of place. Like it kind of was in uncut gems, but it wasn't, great it was like let's use all this money to hire some famous people to make our movie and then we don't have any movie to get the rights to any songs so we'll just use <laughs> these, these unknown uh uncredited uncopyrighted uh electronic songs that we found on the internet yeah. let me let me bring out my casio keyboard right. and uh, set it to electronic right <laughs> just right. start pushing pushing keys on it so I, I'd say overall, um, I, I didn't, I didn't feel good about the characters, but I think I liked the movie in general. Um, and I would say, yeah, if if you're looking for something with a a few turns, uh, double crosses, etc., uh, you might take a look at this one. Uh, it's yeah. probably worth your time if you like that kind of thing. So. That's what I'll say about that. Fair enough. Uh, well, Matt, how many from zero to five power of attorneys would you give this movie? That is about a person getting power of, attor- of attorney over people. Yeah, it is that. Um, so I'm going to say... Uh, slightly. Uh, just in case, just in case Ed's listening, there's there's some punching to the head trauma. Yeah. Not a whole lot, but it's there. There is. It's true. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say uh, slightly above average here. I'm gonna go two point nine. Uh, on the movie overall, uh, would have been three point except for the music. Yeah. So two point yeah, nine fair. powers of attorney out of five is where i'm gonna land once again we are like so close but just missing by a tiny bit i'm at a 3.0 i think okay i thought the story the story is really like interesting and engaging and i mean even though i hated most characters in this movie i can't deny that i was very intrigued on where it was gonna go and like was kind of you know a little enthralled by it And, uh, you know, I think even though most of the acting was pretty par for the course, I just, I think, uh, Rosamund Pike, right? Pike's her last name? Yep. Yeah. I thought she really brought it. Like, I think so much of this movie really relied on, on her hitting it out of the park. And I thought maybe it's not a grand slam, but maybe it was like, I don't know. Uh, What's the, uh, Triple uh, in the in in the field home run where it's like not hit out of the park, but they somehow still get a home run inside What's the park called? home run. 
Is that really what it's called? Yeah. Oh, all right. For some reason, I thought I was just pulling that from nowhere. There's like an actual term for it. Yeah, that's what it's called. So, yeah, I mean, I thought she brought it pretty hard. Like, not not t- so phenomenal, but really pretty good for a movie that relied really heavily on this 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 actress. Everything else is a side note. Like, it, it, it relied so much on her to kind of carry this movie, and, and she did. So, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I think if this movie had any characters I could relate to or feel for or want, you know, like really could to, could get behind besides the older people who are taken advantage of who aren't real characters most of the time in this movie, then it would probably be higher. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't emotionally engage in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a story about evil people fighting. Yeah. Yeah. So. But not a bad story because we come no, up no. with – 2.95 as our joint rating uh, powers of attorney out of 5 5 being the best the most powers of attorney you could have the most the powers best. of attorney yeah so uh, so that's that uh, and before we wrap up today we can reveal our next film that we're going to be watching which is, I'm intrigued because I, I have not looked at Netflix since I watched this movie, so I have no inkling on what it could be. Yes. Well, it's interesting because uh, we're going to go with the number two movie because number one is this movie we just watched, I Care A Lot. And the Fair number enough. two movie is called The Conjuring 2. Oh, man. <laughs> I've never seen this movie, but I just am not a fan of these type of movies. Yeah, so we're going to get some I certainly don't want to. Yeah, I don't like watching these movies by myself. It was one thing when we watched <laughs> them in theaters and I wasn't, you know, in my creepy basement watching a movie by myself. Yes. Actually, well. there's a possibility I have seen this movie. I don't think so, but I've seen one of the Conjuring movies just because I... I, I don't know. I was having an off night and somehow it got me engrossed and I finished the movie. But typically that's not a thing that happens to me for horror movies. But I don't think it was this one, though. Well, don't worry, Todd, because number four in America today is the original movie, The Conjuring. So we oh, may get to watch have... these out of order. Yeah, that's true. We may. They must have just dropped. Yeah. Um, the set of these movies. I guess they just got the rights to them or something like that. It's they're about that 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 famous husband and wife, right? Or the the not maybe they're not famous, maybe infamous, I don't know. Who exercise some demons, I think, right? Do you know anything uh, about these movies? So if I go to the uh to the summary of the conjuring yeah, you get when a family starts experiencing supernatural terrors after moving into a Rhode Island farmhouse, they seek the help of a pair of noted demonologists. Ah, demonologists, yes. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I think the the draw of these movies, I I could be wrong, but if I'm if I'm enough with it with the old pop culture here, the draw of these movies is that they're these movies are based on the actual case files from this couple who were demonologists who uh, travel the country and help people and stuff like that. So it's like they have like, I don't know, the the write-up reports from the couple and maybe like, I think they're, they're in like the 70s or something. So like maybe the audio recordings mm. 
from this stuff. So, we'll see. We'll I'll, see. I'll try to go into this with an open mind. Okay. Even though I will be watching it with every single light on that I can possibly turn on. Mm-hmm. So. Well, th- this one is set in London, so it's, you know, it's really far from here, Todd, and there's an ocean. Ah, well, that makes me feel much better. I don't care what happens to people in London. No need to worry. It's too, right. too far away for me to care about that. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode. Thank you all for listening. Um, and please continue to do so, and we'll keep on making these. Da-da-da-da! Da-da! Da-da-da! Da-da-da!